I found with the people that I was seeing or attracted to or attracted to me, the pain, the problems, dysfunction, the weakness inhibitions were not improving with dry needling. So I changed the concept of the needle. I changed and I decided to go back to the anatomy books and start all over again. Uh, and yeah, just through trial and error and feel, just feeling uh, the nervous system through, on different parts of the body, just figured it out. My poor patients very early on in my <laughs> journey you know, just trial and error. And I would just keep always calling, emailing, calling, emailing, just to check what happened. And, and then discovered, oh my gosh, what is this? This is different. This is nothing like what I've learned from my what, 11 years of studies to uh, trigger points and other, you know, uh, pressure points and um, physiology of the body. This is different. So now there's a there's an outcome. I, I always believed the human body should never be treated more than two to three times. Welcome to the Win at Life podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can break free from restrictive diets and build a body and life you love. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and your host for this episode. Today, I'm sitting down with our dear friend, physio and nerve block specialist, Jim Bostock. Now, we first met Jim about five years ago. So Craig and I had been dating for about six months and Craig somehow injured his shoulder and he couldn't train for about four months. And it got so bad that he actually started to feel quite depressed. He saw maybe five to six different specialists. He got a cortisone injection and eventually a lady that worked in our gym, a PT, actually referred us on to Jim Bostock. And amazingly, within three visits, Craig's shoulder was back to normal and he was back to his normal training, bench pressing, no pain. And since then, we've literally referred hundreds, might even be thousands of people to Jim. He is just so amazing and he really does have a special gift. So if you are in pain and it's a pain, I guess, that you've suffered from for a long time and you you know, just can't get answers, get on his website. We've even had people fly to Brisbane to see him. I remember a lady we sent to Jim who'd suffered from 10 years of debilitating neck pain and migraines. And after about three to four visits, um, her migraines were gone, which is just incredible. So, you know, I'm so excited that I've finally got Jim to come on the show and chat about pain and how it manifests itself um, within the body. So in this episode, we talk about how stress can manifest itself as pain in the body, how pain is your body's way of telling you something is wrong. Pain is a really good indicator of how your subconscious body is doing, how society plays a role when it comes to pain in the body and how your emotions can play such a big part um, in your pain and even past trauma, which can have a big um, impact and really manifests itself as pain within the body. So I really hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did, and I'm sure that you will love Jim as much as we do. As always, take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Jim, um, Jim Bostock, the amazing Jim Bostock, our amazing um, close friend, Jim. We love Jim and Perry and their um, kids, Declan and Aria, and you can maybe hear him uh, singing in the background. It's so funny. I was just saying to Jim that it's not really funny, but we hadn't seen Jim for a while and Declan was always so quiet, you know, yeah. he was so quiet. And then when we come down to have lunch, you know, a few weeks ago and he comes out and he's like talking to me and just so loud and so yeah. talkative and like just all of a sudden come out of his shell. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what happened. Yeah. Just well, suddenly so- he's now this very talkative and yeah, he's a singing like, a lot. Which a bit is like great. his dad, you know. Yeah. Jim's not very quiet. But Jim's <laughs> What's that? <laughs> uh, so Jim, Jim is just amazing. Um, bit of a backstory of how we know Jim. So when I very first met Craig, like it was really actually when we very first got together, I think within the first six months. And Craig had this really yep. bad shoulder injury and he'd seen like, I don't know, five different people. He even got a cortisone shot. Mm. And then one of our friends, actually the lady that introduced Craig and I, um, this friend of ours, she said to him, go and see this guy, Jim. He's like, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe Jim. He's a, phys- he's a physio, but he's not even a, ph- he's not really a physio. He's a, a nerve yeah. block specialist. Like he just mm. knows how to get rid of um, pain and actually fix it. So Craig mm. went, came to see you. And I remember after three visits, he was back to normal. Mm, bench right. pressing yep. doing everything and then since then you know we've sent oh like hundreds of people to gym because 
our gym obviously was in Brisbane and, Mm. you know, he was the only one that was able to ever really fix most people's um, issues. And then Craig's had, Craig's a bit more prone to little niggly's things than I am. Hey, Jim, I've I've had a few, yeah, yeah, a few different things, but every time I go see Jim, it's just, you're just amazing, Jim. You really like have got this special gift. I think I keep saying to him, you've got to to train someone, Jim. I'm like, what happens when you die? You know, (laughs) It's in the planning books. Yeah, come on, Jim. Like you can't let it die with you. It's gotta it's gotta go on. So so if you're someone who's listening to this who is has pain that they can't get rid of, get on his website, fly to Brisbane, see him, like even maybe just call him first and talk to him. But like we've had people that have had like 10 years of neck pain, like chronic headaches Uh, and stuff that have come to see you and it's better. Yeah. It's it's actually crazy. Yeah, I just find it incredible. And I always used to really, like initially I thought the needles, I was like, oh, it's a bit, it felt, I didn't really like it, but now I love it. Like when I go there, when I come to see you and you get in there with the needles and I can feel it releasing, I'm like, oh, that's good. That's the spot you're in there, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's derived off dry needling, which is very popular today. Mm. Everyone's doing dry needling. So I was lucky enough to join the first group of people in early 2000s when it came out in Australia. Mm. trigger point so it's for trigger point therapy is dry needling Mm. and it's a westernized version of acupuncture so acupuncture is also you know going nuts as well in in our society today Uh, but i found with the people that i was seeing or attracted to or attracted to me Mm. um the pain the problems dysfunction the weakness inhibitions were not improving with dry needling so i changed the concept of the needle I changed and I decided to go back to the anatomy books and start all over again. Uh, and yeah, just through trial and error and feel just feeling, uh, the nervous system through on different parts of the body, just figured it out. My poor patients very early on in my <laughs> journey, you know, just trial and error. And I would just keep always calling, emailing, calling, emailing just to check what happened and, and then discovered, Oh my gosh, what is this? This is different. This is nothing like what I've learned from my what 11 years of studies to uh, trigger points and other, you know, uh, pressure points and um, physiology of the body. Mm. This is different. So now there's a, there's an outcome. I I always believed a human body should never be treated more than two to three times Mm. ever. And a human body just does its thing and improves. So lucky for me, this worked. And I, I'm so happy, Jim, because I feel like you literally say, like Craig stopped training for months and months and months. And I remember him getting really quite depressed. He wasn't depressed, but, you know, like, because he loves lifting. Yeah. And it was debilitate, debilitating for him. Yeah. You know, he couldn't do anything and it was so sore all the time. Oh, and yeah. yeah, it was just, you've really helped us and so many of our clients, mm. um, you know, fix fix their fix their issues it's so you know because the human body is so complicated my original thinking was we have to simplify this Mm. uh, and it is doable it's just our brain that overthinks it Mm. so pain for long term in my opinion now more than ever Mm. is our brain over analyzing and thinking and over stressing Mm. Uh, Mm. obviously because if you have if you've had a pain for 10 years kitty Mm. and you can't lift you're going to think you know, about that pain every day, aren't you? Uh, yeah. And not yeah. only that, it's going to do some nasty things to your emotional mindset, mm. just building up over time, the pressure. So um, really simple. A human body just needs to be guided down the right road and it gets better. That's how we we're designed. Yeah. But if the nerve locks, the treatment the concept that I'm doing, if it doesn't help someone, it mm. guarantees them. It tells them the body will tell you that it's this problem. Mm. So it also gives people certainty. It's mm. like, ah, oh, okay, so this is not the way to go. No, you have to do this with mm. certainty and 100% you'll be pain-free, full function, back to normal, unless you have a disease. And that's sadly come out a lot of times this year and cancer. I've had sadly a lot of patients who realized, oh my gosh, this is cancer pain. Never oh, knew. Really? Because my nerve block treatment didn't improve their pain. I'm like, something's wrong here, John. Yeah. You, have you been tested for these things? He's like, no. Why should I? Can you just check, please? Yeah, wow. Because it guides the body. This is this has always been my thinking, and just you know, it worked. <laughs> it worked, and yeah, everyone's in the same boat. If it doesn't improve your pain like that, yeah, 
something is really wrong. So it tells you, you need surgery for this. That actually is a problem. Mm, mm. I'm serious. It's a problem. So certainty. I think too, and what we wanted to talk about today and and we see it um, with our own clients is how emotional um, emotions and emotional pain is linked to physical pain and and stress too. And even I've noticed like just with myself, the few times I've had to come and see you, like I remember this was not when I started to play tennis because remember I did the tennis thing for a bit and you're like, that's just from you holding the racket too hard. But before (laughs) that I had this elbow thing and it was, we were actually going through a really stressful time in our yeah, business right. and yeah. you were treating it and you were like, Kitty, this is stress. This is stress. And yeah. once that stress had subsided, it got better. Mm. Um, and I bet you see it all the time in patients. All the time. Yep. All the time. Um, we're all educated and indoctrinated to believe, you know, understandably, um, evidence-based practice has done this to us. I'm in that basket um, in the medical field. Uh, to believe that the pain or physical problems in the body is purely physical. Um, my thinking for the people I meet, uh, it's 90% emotional as well. Mm-mm-mm. So a pain, don't get me wrong. These are the people I meet. Jim, I have this pain. People think I'm crazy. Specialists mm-hmm. just say it's in your head. You have a problem on here. Well, they're actually kind of right, <laughs> but not to show any disrespect or, you know, not to hurt your ego or not to insult but it's your brain actually and your nervous system actually telling you. So it is highly emotional. A human body is, in my opinion, 90% emotional over physical Mm. because we're so powered by our limbic brain, the mammalian brain. It governs our emotions and we take action on emotions. Mm. Everything, food, your brilliance with food, really ultimately a reason why a person will stay and succeed compared to a person who will fail Mm. it's because of your limbic brain, mm. your emotional brain. So we are 90%, in my opinion, or more emotions. So the nerves are no different, even though it's a physical structure, mm. it's no different. The, the signal ultimately has to come back to the brain, be processed, analyzed, and then gives you the answer. Mm. So, and all great neuroscientists say the same thing just in their own language. So I try to simplify for everyone. Um, a human body, when a pain lasts longer than two weeks, there is a huge emotional component to it that we don't realize. Elbow pain's one, massive. So guess what I saw this year in COVID year? Elbow pain galore. Really? Yeah. Wow. Elbow, and the other one is plantar fascia, plantar mm. fasciitis, heel pain in adults, mm. in adults, not kids, adults. Kids is another problem mm. uh, that disappears very quickly too, which I'm actually doing a, a video on recently and I'm going to launch that little campaign for people because I'm sick and tired of parents suffering and kids being depressed because they can't play the sport for years because of this heel pain. Mm. Um, but which, which disappears within one session. It's insane. Um, but yeah, heel pain, elbow pain, back pain, number one in our society, back pain because of the bowels, the kidneys, but the bowels, especially kidneys involved in more in females because of the hormonal system that's different to men. Uh, but the bowels hold and store all our stressed energy, mm. all our trauma from our past, all our memories. They store in the bowels subconsciously, the parasympathetic nervous system. So back pain, um, rib pains, between mm. the shoulder blade pain, mm. neck pain, headaches, migraines, classic ones, even though we're medically termed different types of headaches and neck pains, mm. um, medically diagnosed, but 90% of them, I would be bold enough to say nearly all of it um, highly linked to emotions. And if anyone listening to this have experienced or going through it currently, if you look back to where it started, how it started, when it started, Mm. you'll be laughing. Mm. It's that common. Have you ever seen Jim, like you've had, have you had patients that have come in that you've been treating like for a certain area and then, you know, suddenly whatever the, emotional pain that they were dealing with they've resolved it it's like they've resolved that and then the pain goes away yep yeah wow plenty most i say look i'll I'll treat you once but this is okay just go and have better relationships better sex life better um family life better uh, work on your business um make big changes um and you'll see this is this is a non-event in fact if you go on holidays Mm. uh next week which you are i think some of them you're going on holidays your pain will be on they always come back and they email me going, what the? Really? Yep. I thought you were laughing with me, just having a joke. I did not believe you, but 
my pain wasn't there when I was on holidays. And funny, when I went back to work, there it was again. It's so, it's funny. It's interesting, actually, clients. We have that happen with clients. You know, they're yeah. trying to improve their health and, you know, they might be trying to lose weight and they, obviously, their day-to-day life is very stressful and then they go away on holidays and they relax and like, oh, my God, I lost weight. Yep. And I, my digestion's awesome and yep. I'm sleeping great. Yep. You know, I think that we really underestimate the effect that stress has on our body. And oh I think goodness. we can, you know, think that we're doing everything right, but we're not, there's something, something going on, whether it's a relationship or work or like mm-hmm. COVID stress. It's um, all subconscious too, mm. which makes it uh, more difficult. Um, just it hurts the ego. Really? Mm. I don't have a problem. I'm tough. You know, I've dealt through harder situations. I've, mm. I've suffered more before, you know, but it's the subconscious body that tells a different story. Yeah. And it's all to do with the vagus nerve. There is a physical side to all of this. There's the physical nerve, the vagus nerve, which is the cranial nerve that connects the brain to your gut mm. and everything in between the emotional nerve, the, emo- the nerve of love, the queen of the parasympathetic nervous system. This vagus nerve has what we call the polyvagal theory that sits behind it, which different components of the nerve, you know, uh, is for the different parts of the autonomic nervous system. Mm. So, yeah, like they call the ventral part of the nerve, the parasympathetic, the, the um, uh, posterior part of the nerve, the dorsal part is called for the sympathetic fight or flight when we want to, you know. So mm. it's all built in subconsciously in our human body for primarily keeping us alive, limbic brain mammalian brain we were all mammals stay alive don't get eaten by that tiger again don't get killed don't get hurt stay alive procreate Mm. so that's why this always this subconscious automated system is sitting behind us and is triggered off by um triggers in our environment Mm. people go what do you mean by that well smell are you still wearing a smell that reminds you of your traumatic relationship Mm. you know are you do you still have that picture but you put it away but your brain and your visual scan always senses it do you have clothes and colors that remind you do you have the job that you say you love but deep down you just fear Mm. do you have a relationship you go home to that you just don't want to be in but you're just saying i'm going to keep going and this will get better with time all that are you worried about your kids all the time you know things like that it's all your dogs or your pets it's it's everything but it's all subconscious Mm. i think the biggest problem when people listen to this is they think okay i have a problem i have a huge problem mm. my answer is no this is all normal it's okay mm. it's not to dwell on we as human brains love to dwell on it mm. you know analyze it overthink it <laughs> keep going backwards but the point is as you know kitty is little strategies mm. place in little strategies place in habitual strategies that calms the stressed energy down amongst this fear, amongst all our troubles mm. within it, embrace it, accept it. And there's techniques for that. Acceptance is a big one. Just, and then. You're not fighting it. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Like a lot of times you can, and I've been there, like you just, yeah. or you ignore it or you don't yeah. like let the feeling, let the feeling wash over you. Let the, yeah. you know, it's just a feeling. And then it's like, well, you can then control your thoughts and you can either, like you say, you can go down that rabbit hole with stuff like I've done it and you just, it just spirals, Um, you know? Yeah. It's, but it takes practice. Absolutely. You like anything, how did you become the great athletic body that you are? Mm. You can't do that without practice. So it's Mm. the same thing with emotions is that people are too scared of it. Yes. It's that's the biggest barrier. That's in here. That's too hard. No, 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 no. You know, I've been told a bad story all my life, stuff that let me, my ego is going to defend that and protect it forever. Mm. That's why it's such a big challenge for everyone, but Mm. it's actually quite simple, just little steps. That's why all the great thinkers and emotional experts, like, you know, I've had the privilege of working with Tony Robbins and so on, Mm. the Joe Dispenza's, they all say it the same way, but just in their own fashion, Mm. little steps um, amongst the fear within it. And Mm. then you'll see things become clearer, little strategies. That's how the human brain goes forward. Well, I think too, like in our society, we're so, it's so everyone's quick fix, Yeah, push the emotions away, do, do, do. That's ego. Yeah. There's nothing to do with actually accepting. It's just Mm. ego. A lot of people say, I accept it. Oh, I accepted my past. (laughs) Maybe, maybe maybe not (laughs) Um, because it's really scary for a lot of people. 
everyone's the same and it is normal that's why this vagus nerve it's normal to feel this to do this to act like this and to have pain mm. but we overanalyze pain like we do everything else um, so pain is like the body's way of telling you subconsciously what's going on yeah. people just don't listen to it that's why i always say to everyone listen to your body yeah listen to your yeah, gut we say the same thing we say yeah listen to your gut yeah. listen to what yeah. you're what you're eating and telling you listen to it and if you're going oh what kind of wishy-washy crap is that but it's true. It's like to, it's, you, but it's not like, it's actually simple. You would see this with, cause we obviously lift all of us are lifters. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I see a lot of women and they're stressed yeah. at work or they're stressed at home, not enough sleep. Yeah. But then they'll go and continue to push themselves training and then they get injuries, you know, cause their body, their body's like, well, stop, stop. Big point. Exactly. When we push ourselves because of stress, we have to beat something up inside by lifting heavier, going faster, pushing harder, and we hurt ourselves. Mm. When we that hurting ourselves happens more frequently and easily when the mm. body is subconsciously stressed. So this is when I talk about nerve locks, for example. Mm. Nerve locks happen the best or ignite them uh, ignite frequently when we're under stress and we push mm. ourselves because our ego is saying, "God, beat it! We can beat this." Um, but a lot of the time, it, a week later or two days later, they're crippled by this pain. You go, oh, you know, um, or we get sick. You know, we go the high, 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 and then yeah, we holiday. <laughs> yeah, we get sick. The body's saying thank you very much. You know, um, so we're not listening. Our classic one: women. Um, yeah. For in your case, women who can't lose weight, mm. they just can't lose weight. They do everything perfect, but they can't lose weight. And then suddenly, they show up a month later, and they're a beautiful shape. And you go. What the hell happened? She goes, oh, I finally talked to my mom. <laughs> I finally let that go. I finally let that person go. Yeah. I finally accepted. Um, or women who can't do something, achieve something in their body, mm. achieve something in their life. Mm. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Oh, no. it is. Yeah. It, the mind is such a powerful thing. And yeah. Craig and I like often will have conversations, um, you know, like he's like, oh, you know, you're so lucky, Kitty, you never get injured. And yeah. he's like to me, he says, oh, but I really think that it's because you just really listen to your body. Like you're very just, yeah. oh, I feel shit. I'm not going to train. If I'm yeah. tired, if I feel a niggle, I just don't push mm. it. You know, I just. What's think- the guilt for? Why do you get guilt? There's a question. Yeah. Why do you feel guilty if you don't train? Yeah, I what don't do think- feel guilty. Yeah. Well, exactly. But a lot of people do. Yeah. Why? Yeah. If I miss out on a week, oh. But what if your body's telling you that? You see how we don't listen? We live in this disconnect all the time. I think too, like, so easy. I hear a lot of women saying, I do lift or train. I really need it for a stress relief, or I've got to flog myself with cardio for stress relief. I'm like, you probably have to dig a bit deeper and like, look at, like, it's do something else, like, or or address the stress. Yeah. You know, exercise lighter. Yeah. Just in a flow state. Don't exercise actually is really good for the human body in the vagus yeah. nerve. You have to exercise for stress relief. That's what animals do. Mm. If animal is traumatized from a lion kneeling about, <laughs> nearly killing them. Yeah. There's that impala video. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. shake it off. So shaking. Oh, yeah. figure and deep breathing. Yeah. Um, gentle, gentle, like. gentle exercise. Yeah. So this is a message I always say: if you have nerve locks, don't punish yourself more. No. Don't get into that trigger point with your elbow more painfully. Don't yeah. foam roll it or stretch it or push it harder because your body's saying stop. And they always say, yeah, every time I do it, oh, man, I'm crippled. I can't sleep. Yeah. Um, li- listen to your body. Mm. And I think, you know, and we've been frustrated with this before, is like before we knew you, um, people, we'd send them to physios and they'd go like 10 times and they would just be like they would never fix them. Yep. You know, like the physio model seems a little bit flawed to me, you know, yeah. like – even when Craig down, I mean, you probably can't say, but like even when Craig's been down here, so I don't know, you were away or something and he tried to find someone else and he was just like, nah, just because he couldn't come down to see you. And he was like, nah, the guy just didn't have a clue. Like, yeah, uh, you're right. There is a very old model that it's still just running the medical system. Um, hey, money's money. Business is business. We get it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm a firm believer that human body just needs to be pushed down the right direction and then it does it itself. Mm. Uh, but hey, I'm, I'm on my own a lot of the time. No, there's a few great healers, you know, that in Australia that I know of, um, different areas, but they, they feel the same. They think the same. And lucky mm. for me, I met some cool ones around the world and mm. they think the same. And that's, I just ran with it. Cause I'm like, I believe that I, I see that too. 
Absolutely. I'm I'm a total believer. Like since you first treated Craig and then the hundreds of clients that we've sent to you, Mm. um, you know, I think, and this women who are lifting to listening to this, who are lifters, I think I see a lot of women get injured and then continue to push themselves in the gym and they, they get these long-term reoccurring injuries. And then if we've sent them to you and you'll, you do your release work and you're like, look, you just got, you got to go, you got to dull it back for a while. Yeah. You have to back it off Just for six a, weeks. It's only six weeks. But even longer than that, you know, like <laughs> but the women who actually listen yeah. and dial it right back and do the fundamental basic work for months and yeah. months. Now, yeah. like a good example is um, uh, Carol, like, you know, Carol from our program, she came. Yeah, to see you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she had that injury and she's taken a while to rehab it, but now she's like fully back to her lifting more than she ever was with no yeah. pain. You know, because yeah. she listened to you and took the time to actually, and she got really frustrated. She opened so said worth that. it. Yeah, I yeah. just say to myself, just this is worth it. Like you oh. don't even have to get treatment. Um, yeah. If you want to see a massage or other physios, please do. Yeah. But don't let anyone bash you. No. If you just stick to the idea of give it time when yep. your muscles are alive again. Oh man, the benefits oh. that come later is so worth it. It, it, it <laughs> so works. worth it. Yeah, because if you don't have that strong base, like your metabolism yeah. too, like when women have, you know, done all the dumb diets for so long and yeah. not been there and you just want to hurry up and you just want to get better quickly and you want the weight to come yeah. off or you want your sleep to get better or whatever it is you're trying to improve, mm. but it's just time. And the food. Like that's why I'm such a big fan of your, the food uh, mm. that you guys um, are promoting and your approach because the gut is so mm. helpful, so mm. powerful um, for this area. It's like, oh just it's a no-brainer because of the vagus nerve it's it's just a no-brainer it does Um, just listen to your gut listen to your body Uh, but you're right yeah Um, so many women especially post babies yeah the glutes just go to sleep with nerve lock they just go to sleep and i've had thousands and thousands they're they're like i do the best exercises why aren't my glutes waking up Mm. you still have pain oh yeah still have pain all right so yeah, and then I say stop exercise now. Do it this way. Sorry, not stop exercise. Never stop exercise. Mm. That's why I, I never stop moving. Mm. Um, exercise, but just lift just the bar. What? But I was lifting eighty kgs. Like, <laughs> you have to move the ego just a little bit for a little time, and mm. trust me, it'll be worth it. Mm. Yeah. But it's hard again. It's hard, right? Yeah, well, we have a, actually a lot it's of women because I've obviously never had a baby. Um, hope to one day experience it um but you know with the like obviously you've just squeezed this human out yeah out from out 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 of your body you know <laughs> i can't imagine like which you, you, you sure you know where, what's happening here? <laughs> tell oh, craig really, to give you some education i'm really grateful jim to know you so that when we do decide to have a baby that you know I'll be like, okay, Jim, you know, so what do I do now? With I can just, well, in my head, I think just listen to your body. Like I don't believe that you can be pregnant and deadlifting, you know, 150 kilos for reps. Like I think you've just got to, I can imagine move and just be gentle and just like, especially when you come back, you know, like what, what, what sort of advice do you give to women after they've had a baby when they're trying to come back to lifting? Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's all about um, listening and Mm. then, just taking it slower. Mm. It's hard for a lot of, like, even my wife, Perry, mm. athlete. Everyone, Olymp- Perry was an Olympic level, um, level athlete, table, table tennis um, player. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, up. Well, in Australia, we don't see that as athletic, but in Germany, it's a, in, uh, in Asia, it's like yeah. crazy level. Um, so, very athletic. Uh, and yeah, to get back to something is, you know, I need Did she find it right? really hard? Did she find it hard? Of course. But yeah. luckily for her, the tiredness of being yeah. a mom initially just slowed it down anyway. Um, but yeah, I said, look, just trust it. I will stop my load volume. Let's do it mm. together. Mm. Um, take it really slow. Yeah, it's so worth it. The slow comeback is worth it. If mm. you have nerve locks, sadly, it's difficult because your glutes are still in that lock state. Mm. So, I mean, I have to, it's in the planning books, eventually train people to do that. Mm. except just me um like this month alone we had to cancel how many from overseas and you know interstate because of this stupid virus um mm. so i'm sorry to everyone that has to travel here to get it done mm. uh, but you know it's in the planning books but yeah nerve locks are difficult but there's ways to manage it i'm going to create an online program soon um it's in the 2021 hopefully i'm going to start launching for um, how to manage nerve locks better uh, mm. for everyone overseas who can't get here interstate um uh, just to look after the nerve locks and treat them smarter so that you don't suffer the horrendous level of pain, but you have a more comfortable level of pain. Mm. 
mm. and then you can still work with it you mm. see um because yeah sadly they happen when you have like babies for example so for women mm. and hormones are the key so stress levels um, emotional connection for women mm. so important it's one of the big uh primary ones primary ones for uh, emotional uh stress level stressed energy um strategy mm. uh, is a connection with people who you trust and love and you feel you can be yourself with mm. number one is in tony robbins book number one that's the one that drives the strongest energy for us to do anything we we want to do or not um so yeah that's and for women so important food 100 hormones mm. uh and that's it simple limbic brain emotional it, connection food it, movement energy physics physical it's like, you know, I think this, I don't know who I was talking to, can't remember this morning about this, but that the healing journey when someone, you know, comes into our program to heal, there's so many layers to it. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not just tr- the nutrition and the training. There's the, your relationships, you know, with your partner. There's deeper layers and things to yourself that you need. You love to yourself. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Are you having Definitely. sex? We always talk about this, Jim, mm. with your partner. Don't we talk about how much sex we love Jim because he's just yeah. so real and you know we always talk, have real conversations and you know we always talk about how important it is to be having sex Amen, which is sister. so true <laughs> well Craig and I whenever we don't have sex disconnected straight away <laughs> fighting you know it's like the order is restored when you have sex yep 100 yeah. yeah yeah it's so important it's the polarity as a connection you want yeah it drives your energy to as an entrepreneur it drives you um, it's really important yeah. For uh, women's hormones, health, hormonal health and men's hormonal health. Mm. Um, if you ask any top oncologist uh, for, sorry, um, uh, urologist mm. for prostate in men in the 50s, 60s, 70s, who get prostate cancers and prostate problems, not enough sex. Really? It's such a big one. Wow. Simple one. Simple one. Wow. Men should be able to have sex till they're 90. Like, wow. And women too. Yeah. But there's this concept or notion or this stigma that, oh, sex is after 50 or something. I don't know. When you have your menopause, it's done. It's like, no, I don't believe that. Nah. And I think too, too many women, you know, like they're starving themselves. So they've got no bloody sex drive or, you know, their lives are so stressful. I was speaking to a Mm. friend of mine, um, Leila. She works with people like us. And she was working with this male client who was eating like 1,600 calories a day, training six or seven days a week, I think. And hat, and he's like, okay. got no, he's got no sex drive, and she's like, well, no shit, like <laughs> you're starving yourself, yeah, and yeah. you're training too much. You know, wow. you're not going to feel like you want to have sex. Mm. Again, it's t- earlier comment. Our intellectual ego brain fighting our insecure emotions or vulnerable fears, mm. um, beating ourselves up six days a week, seven days a week. I need to punish myself uh, because of something that happened in the past. We will go. We can go deeper, but we won't. But mm. you know what I mean. It's such a big driver for a lot of people to cause more pain on their body or endurance, you know, level stamina stress. Um, But it's so much better to do that. If you want to, if you love it, of course, when you're at a better emotional stressed energy state, Mm. when you're listening to your body and your body is then suddenly giving you that performance you want, that dopamine drive is so much more powerful than just solely relying on adrenaline, noradrenaline to get to the end Mm. and then do it again. (laughs) Um, the dopamine wins are so much better for you um, mm. than that 100%. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think you know, like you're right, so many people experience trauma and then mm. manifest itself, whether it could be gambling or drinking or food, eating or you know, over-exercising. We're afraid to face the pain and sit in the pain Absolutely. and grow. Mm. It's easier just to push it down, I think. Easier to suppress, yeah. Mm. Oh, just excuse me for a moment. I just got to help this little fella with this one. Hang on. He's so cute, um, Jim's son. Both his kids are really cute. They look a lot like Jim. And he's so talkative now. He's so, so talkative. <laughs> I'm back. Um, yeah, I think it's just society, isn't it? You know? it's... I was at a... Um had a session and then I was at a cafe after that and saw it again, had a, a patient come in with a child, 12 year old. Um, and uh, so, Hey, Hey, Sarah, mm. what's going on? Mum and mum, dad, but mainly mum did everything for her. Right. And oh, don't do that. Don't do that. 
don't say that. Um, you should never show this side of you. You should always cover up and um, put stuff under the carpet. Never, never tell the truth. Um, you know, how many stories can we come up with that our parents taught us mm. as kids? Toughen up. Mm. You know, never, never really express because you'll embarrass us. Mm. Um, you know, you have no say. You're insignificant. You know, um, we grow up with this inadequacy, uh, perhaps even suppression of voice, mm. which is what I'm working in in the spasmodic dysphonia group. Mm. Um, suppression of just expressing who we really are. No, you must have this pathway. This is what I chose for you as your parent. Mm. This is your outcome. This is your, um, get these marks. Mm. You become this profession because this is the only way you're going to make money. Mm. Um, it's, so it's our parents' ego we place on the child, mm. children. So yeah, of course, every generation happens again. And this just gets stronger. So no wonder we're taught to just, no, don't say that. Mm -mm. Mm. Don't feel that. It's terrible. So yeah, you're right. Mm. Uh. It comes back down to our parents. It's, it's all fascinating. I find it really fascinating. Yeah. Mm. And funny how <gasps> my mom has that pain. Oh, my dad used to get that pain. Oh. It's funny yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is genetics. And this is probably a whole other podcast we can kind talk of, about. Kind of is, about a little bit. <laughs> parenting and kids and stuff. And he's, it's, he's got some good, interesting views, I think, on. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Because from the what, nearly 80,000 consultations I've had in my career and me, you know, me being me, I always ask the raw <laughs> questions. You so uh, do. No filters. No, um, it's good. I love it. Everyone opens up. Uh, so, um I just yeah, love Jim. Jim will like sometimes ring Craig's and we'll just say like, you, I can't even, just shit that you say to him. And, you know, like some people might like, Craig will come and tell me and I'm just like, I just love Jim. I just love Jim so much that he cares enough to ring us and say that. Like, oh, yeah. what I love about you because you just like, some people would just not say anything because it's too, it's hard to say those things yeah. to people, you know, yeah. like, but I really love you for it because I f really think that it shows that you actually care. Yeah, that, again, that is a whole new topic again, isn't it? Another thing we can talk about is reciprocation, mm. you know, and care. What is care really mm. as well? That can be overanalyzed too, but you're right. Yeah, I think it's just being truthful uh, yeah. with uh, uh, how you feel and um, it can insult some people, um, but hopefully if it's sensible and you're in a good mindset in, in a good way, in a healing way. Well, I always look at when someone t says something to me is who it is and like what their intentions are and who they are as a person. Yeah. You know, like if I respect them and I know that they're saying that because they care about me and they just want to help me, I will take it on board because I really think it's, it's easier to say nothing. Mm. It's easier yeah. to sit back and not have those hard conversations. And I really value yeah. my friends who actually care enough to go, oh, hang on a second. Like, and it's easier to do with someone like you and Craig, because you guys are, accepting you're open uh you you understand your fears you understand your insecurities and you, you've accepted them you've come to terms with them you know it's called social um uh what's it called um uh thought distancing mm. um so you just you you've accepted the thoughts of the past the feelings of the past the memories uh all the traumas and you said you know what thank you mm. um i think it's called that don't quote me on it, but yeah. And so it's easy to talk to you, to you like that. There's others who that's too difficult. Don't, don't tell me those things. Mm. I mm, can't, can't handle that right now. And that's mm. fair enough. It's a process. Mm. But the thing is people, again, as you said, quick fixes, people think something is always a, okay, I'm done. I'm good now. I've got it. No, it's never. It's like, it's forever until you die. Mm. Like I'm always still learning. Uh, but the biggest problem that I see in everyone of, of all my experiences and having the fortunate position to work with cool people in this space too, mm. um, is the more you overanalyze, the worse it is. The further you go down the rabbit hole, eh, not amazing uh, for you because it just keeps swirling it. Best option is to keep it simple. Mm. That keep it simple has so much weight behind it that I don't think we realize. Mm. Most of us don't realize it. Just keep it simple. Little steps, little strategies, put it in place as new habits. habits. Mm. And, and mine is, for example, being truthful, but not in a harmful way, mm. in a healing way with love intent. Mm. Um, keep it simple. 
and if people accept, they will reciprocate. Uh, it's the energy transfer. It's called like Tony Robbins called it a polarity energy transfer. Mm. Um, some people will block you. Don't want it. Okay. It's not, don't worry about it. Chill out. It's okay. Mm. Um, but if I'm like you and us, it's great. We, mm. Well, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it, like, I don't know. I feel like recently I'm just going through this massive, like growth change <laughs> period, <laughs> but I really value it. Cause I think it just helps sometimes shine a light on something that potentially you're already thinking about and someone yeah. else says something to you and you're like, Oh yeah. You know, that makes like some conversations we've had and I come away and I think that really makes sense. Like, mm. you know, like it's just, it's just the growing, I think. The ever- you need, you need some hardness. To yeah. grow through, you need some adversity. Otherwise, it's you can't keep running away from your fears. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're right. And mm. having someone to talk to who feels the same or in the same journey is great. That's mm-hmm. what this is like. That's why we get along. Like we have a great connection because someone tells me you smell and you suck. Well, okay, um, I'll go and work on it because <laughs> you have to, right? I did. Uh, I, I did this. This is like I can't it's remember. Good. It's good. <laughs> The quote that she told me, you might know it. I wrote it in Slack, but I just closed Slack because it was clicking behind me. But I did this like breathwork session thing with this oh, lady great. because I was like, um, like this last year, I'm just trying to have, like give you the context behind it, but it's been hard. Like Corona has been hard. And yeah. I, and you would probably agree with this, Jim, and you've just told me before, like I've got a very masculine energy. Like that's just how oh, I you. Yeah. Yeah. On the outside. Yeah. 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 Very masculine. And I'm very like practical and, you know, sometimes it's find it hard to tap into my feminine side and Mm -hmm. less in the bedroom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. With Craig. (laughs) Um, But like really, you know, just be calm and be present and just be, so I just, I, I got connected with this lady and initially I was thinking, I'm not going to do this, but I thought, well, no, do this because you've never done anything like this before. And maybe it'll really help you. Like you're resisting it because it's goes against what you are so used to doing. Yeah. You know, I'm like, and anyway, I did it this morning and it was actually really, really good. And like, it just brought up all of these, I was thinking about one of my friends who's had a miscarriage, just a friend of mine, feeling so sad for her and actually cried, cried while in the, in the session. And I I thought I probably would never really do that. You know, like it's like just allowing yourself to feel, feel things and feel the emotions and, she told me this, mm. let me open up Slack because I'm sure you'll know the guy. And I thought, wow, this is really, um, mm, interesting. this is really, hang on, I'm just going to try and find, because I, I want, I'm, I'm sure that you'll, um, you'll know, um, let me open up Slack, who, who, the, who said this, but I was like, oh, that's, that's so good. I'm like, I'm, I'm writing that down. Um, hang on, I'm just, I'm just opening Slack and it's always, it's obviously going to take forever. <laughs> um, here it is. Um, oh, where did I write it? Maybe I wrote it in here. Yeah, I really like the hair. I'm digging it. Oh, here we go. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. Do you know who said that? No. I was like, oh, that, that's, that's cool. That, yeah, I was like, that makes so much sense. The cave that's you really fear cool. to enter holds the treasure that you seek. Yeah. It's so like cool. I've been talking about really facing your fears and yeah, yeah. yeah. It it uh, I mean, and understandably, so many people have suffered a lot in the past, mm. like a lot of crap. Mm. It's mm. scary. You get bitten by a snake once. Every time you see one, you're gonna get your heart rate going up. You know, mm. Mm. it's pretty scary. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, but the body is linked to this. So I always say, if you listen to your body, pain tells you the answer. Mm. Um, if pain's not going away, and um, of, co- of course, unless there's something significantly wrong medically. Like, mm. Of know, course. Yeah. But if everything's okay, yeah, it's, a pain is a great indicator of how your subconscious body is doing. Mm. So I always say to everyone, like, if your mind is strong, it's great. You have a very strong intellect. Um, you can overcome a lot of things. And people say, you know, I can suppress my pain with my intellectual strength. It's like, yeah, it's doable. Meditation, all that. You know. um, but if your body says i'm gonna stop you mm. it'll stop you mm. the mm. greatest minds will not disagree mm. it'll stop you so that's how powerful the body is so that's why um who said this the other day um joe Dispenza said this phil mckernan says things like this as well um if you treat your body nice oh it was um 
uh, neuroscientist, the um, Huberman. He was, he's great. He's an awesome entrepreneurial brain, but he's a you know crazy neuroscientist. He's great. Um, he puts the chemical knowledge to the emotional thinking, which is really cool. Mm. Um, yeah, if your body is pissed, yeah, no matter how strong you are intellectually, it will slow you down. And this is what I'm seeing in the spasmodic dysphonia group. Very unfortunate for these people whose voices just disappear. And these are brilliant brains, brilliant minds, and their voice disappears. It's like phenomenal. How would a human body do this? Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. yeah. You're just amazing, Jim. I think, thanks so much for coming, uh, coming on the podcast. I always love talking to you and I'm, I'll put yeah. all your details down. Let's do more. This is yeah, great. we should do more. We should do one yeah. about parenting. You should do one about parenting. Jim's got some awesome. Um, oh, great secret sources from yeah. some crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Parenting. I really like resonate, even though I'm not a parent, but I think what the things you say, I think, oh, that really makes sense. You know, uh, mm. I'll, uh, when I first met, um, I think it was uh, Tony Robbins and Phil McKernan both said the same thing to me, which is really cool. Um, is, uh, the best parents are the ones who focus on each other first, mm. not the child or children. And that's to a lot of people like, yeah, or what? <laughs> what do you mean? So like when I had my first job, it was like, right, our job now is each other, mm. not the child. Sounds a bit wrong, but no, counterintuitive, but. It makes sense because yeah. the parents are happy and they're happy. Yeah. The kid's going to be happy. But if the parents are miserable. <laughs> It's, and they don't have a good relationship. It's crazy. Like all the sleeping coaches that I treat, yeah. um, you know, for parents who don't sleep because of children, they don't, it's not the kids they're coaching. <laughs> it's the parents. Wow. <laughs> all our anxieties, all our fears, all our insecurities, you know, all our big egos. It's actually that. It's, it's hilarious, but it's true, you know. Mm. So, it, yeah, I remember Tony said to me when I met him, the first time I met him was, when we actually found out we were pregnant for the first time on the same day. Wow. It's like, so I was like in another place and he's like, Oh, what's, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm like, Oh, I just found out, you know, having a baby. He's like, Oh, congratulations, brother. You know, all that. It means <laughs> big bear hug. And he goes, right now your job is to um, look after Perry. Mm. And I'm like, eh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Well, yeah, it's we'll- really cool. We'll get together, Jim, and we'll do a podcast on parenting. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you want to go there. Yeah, yeah it'd be good. It. We have so many women. I mean, I'd say 95% of the women in my program are mums. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Kids, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. So, 100%. Obviously, I'll have like zero to contribute. <laughs> contribute. Uh, you will. But you're going to be like, you know, well, you see, another thing. There's no such thing as the best mum or the best dad, the perfect parenting. That's such a load of stress and expectation that we don't need. Like, we just don't need it. That's another thing that for us parents is like subconsciously driving us crazy and our bodies are hurting and injuring ourselves so quickly and easily. Because mm. all those expectations about being a parent, mm. the best parents, like the money we have to make, you know. Mm the shit that we have to present as being mm. a parent. It's such mm. nonsense, in my opinion, my opinion, that stress, the stress it creates is so unnecessary. But Oh, I know. And you think like, and obviously, again, this is just my idea about if I ever become a parent is like my own parents, they didn't have heaps of money. You know, yeah. like we never, I never, I mean, we had a, like lived in a perfectly good house and we went mm. to good schools, but mm. you know, we'd always go camping for our holidays and, you know, we had to earn money. You know, I went and got a job and my dad yeah. lent me money to buy a car and I had to pay back every single cent I had to pay to go to uni, my own uni, you know, I, I and I think about that and I think I really value that because mm. he taught me discipline and mm. about work. work ethic and yeah. And mm-hmm. earning things and taking time, you know, mm-hmm. in the long game. I think I, if, if I have a child, I would like to parent like my parents mm. did to me. Mm. And they always, I did a lot of stupid shit and they mm. always forgave me and co- mm. took me back in and yeah. gave me a safe place to fail and still love me. <laughs> yeah. It's you amazing. know? Yeah. 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 No, parents, parenting is so hard. Um, gosh, I even have authors of books on parenting 
you know, and they're in the same basket. They're, they're, you know, we're all the same. It doesn't matter if we're an expert or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And my thinking is there's no perfect. Oh, there's in no fact, perfect in anything, really. If you're perfect, man, that's too stressful. Number oh, one. I know. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make mistakes. It's fine. The thing is, as anyone says, like who said that this morning, um, uh, listen to, uh, um, what's his name? Simon Sinek. And he's like, yeah, it's what you do after. The past is now done, but it's what you do uh, mm. that makes all the difference to mm. yourself and stressed energy and the loved ones around you. So powerful. Mm. Mm. So true. So true. Yep. Oh, well, thank, thanks so much, Jim. That was so awesome. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I didn't expect to go into that level. Of, oh, I know, but, <laughs> but we always great. do. We get into yeah. these good conversations and I think the listeners will really um, love this and I'll put all the yeah. details below so you can check him out, check out his yeah. courses and his website and stuff. He's amazing. Um yeah, we think you really, we really value your friendship, Jim. Yeah, you too. You guys are awesome. Yeah, you too. And we feel lucky. I actually remember when I, this is going to sound so funny. Um, it was the same with Emma. Like when I met Emma, who's now my business partner and friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we first met you guys, I was like, I really want to be friends with Jim. <sighs> like I really want to have him in my life as, as our friend. Yeah, we said the same. Yeah. Isn't mm, it funny? Awesome. And I'm like, oh, now yeah. look at us. We're friends. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. No, truly. I sound and, like a little yeah. groupie. Like, not, 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 not just Facebook friends, real friends, yeah, you know, right. whatever that means now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a friendship now is like this broad terminology, yeah. I reckon. What is that? What does that mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, we truly care. What? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I'm like, look, look at us now, you know. Um, yeah, they're just people that you meet and you think, oh, like, I just feel really grateful for all the good people that we have in our life. We have lots of good people, good connections. That's another strategy, number two. Yeah, yeah stressed energy is having good people, yeah. connecting with good people who you trust and care for and love. Yeah, mm. so good. So good. All right. All right. Thanks, well, thanks, yeah, thank you. Thanks so much, Jim. We'll, um, we'll see yeah, you. We'll guess. get you on again and we'll do the parenting podcast. Okay. Okay. Sounds cool. fun. All yeah. right. See you, Jim. Bye. All right. Talk soon. Bye. bye.